State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Trap nerds, trap nerds, real niggas like you never heard. We in this piece. Welcome, 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 welcome to another exciting episode of the Trap Nerds Podcast. We in this piece, Baku voice. Baku is not here today. He's not. Tony, where's Baku at right now? Oh, he went out to get a BBL. So he's recovering right now. Baku out is getting a BBL and he's recovering. I told him I told him that he shouldn't do it. I decided. I said, said hey, you shouldn't do this to yourself. You're still going to look ugly. <laughs> but he still did it. I'm getting yeah. him off all, all day now that he's not here. Because he sits here without his camera on, try to insult people. And it's hard to read insult him. But now that he's not here, I'm going to make fun of Wayne Head. No, nah, never mind. We miss you, Baku. Recovering. Cover soon. Cover from your BBL soon. Love your body, Bye. people. <laughs> <laughs> Love yourself. If you like the way you look that much, oh baby. Okay, we don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> Moving on. Dre, how was your week? Hot as fuck. Uh, my body finally shook back from HNIC coming. Uh, just hella packing and shit. My homie getting married. Shout out to Tam and Brandy. I'm happy y'all. I'm getting lit this weekend. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn up. And yeah, just other than that, steady working on this move to the, uh, Texas and shit. More power to you, bro. More power to you. Fuck that. This shit's stressful. <laughs> Tony, how was your week? Uh, basic. Just let lo- lo- man. Honestly, not 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 too eventful, which kind of sucks. This week been kind of boring. I'm a little disappointed uh, in myself because I didn't do anything this week except be an adult and work, and that's boring. Nobody told me adulting would be so boring. Why did I want to be here? <laughs> why? Why? When we're kids, do we're, are we like? I wish I was older. I, you know, I never said that as a kid. I just wanted to be away from my parents. What about you, Xavier? Uh, my week was good. I was you know, just winding down, still winding down from a Philly trip and uh, nothing. Getting a lot of TV watching done. Umbrella Academy came out. We're going to be talking about that later on the show. Uh, oh, Adam Sandler has a new movie out on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Hustle. Bro, and I was watching this shit like I had stopped over my uh, camp people house and shit while they was there. You know, your homeboys was like, hey, we yeah. all over here smoking. Why are you not here? Oh, damn. My bad. <laughs> I'm on the way, I guess. And they was watching. That movie's actually good. Like, you know how you it keep finna leave movie. but you mm-hmm. start watching the movie so you kind of there yeah. now that I'm was so me. sick of people i am so sick of people sleeping on adam sandler and his movies bro adam sandler has been a good actor for years he did he just had a fucked up streak of movies he, he did he had a, he had a small
Wall Street back in like the 80s. And but once Did Big Daddy owned the down. 80s? The 80s? Dude, that was like 10. That, that wasn't even about 10 years ago. What was like? The, yeah. Well, he made Cut Gems was like his comeback from his ass movies. What? Yeah. What? Well, hold on, no, because Holiday Hoobie was good. How yeah, that was that was that was after Uncut Gems. Yeah, uh huh. All We're the movies that movies before was like that. two. That was like two, three years ago. Okay, well, the only movie that I didn't like of Adam Sandler that ever came out was the one where he was playing his twin sister. Yeah, that's, that's that. That's one of the the peak bad ones. That's that was like when one. he just had. That's when he realized, like, I just need to go chill for a minute. <laughs> after that, funny people break. Because funny people, people was start good. doing serious roles. Funny people was good though. That was a serious role. That was a really good movie yeah, with uh, Seth Rogen and uh, the other guy, other actors in there. It's a Judd Apatow movie. People be forgetting, Ray like Romano. Adam Sandler can actually. Who? Yeah, that's why he dressed like that. Like he always Every, dressed like if somebody throw him a basketball, he's gonna be like, "Which I trying to win squad." Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny seeing people like, "Why does he dress like that?" But like black people know why he dressed like that because he hooping. That, he ready yeah. to hoop at any time, bro. <laughs> Stay ready. He probably but got the, a basketball in each of his cars just in case. <clears throat> but the movie Hustle is it, a really good movie. It's about him. He's being a recruiter. He went out to uh, I think Spain to recruit a player named Bo Bo Cruz and. And he just basically builds him up, trying to get him ready to get into the NBA. And like he's facing like adversity from stuff he did back when he was in Spain. He has a daughter and uh, 76ers owner because he's, he's a recruiter for the 76ers. 76ers owner don't want him to be on the team, even though he asked Adam Sandler's character to go find a good player. It, it's a really good movie. A lot of a lot of plot holes and everything like well, no, no, not a lot of plot, plot holes. holes. I say plot holes no, are no, bad, no. man. Not a lot of plot holes. I don't know why I said that. So but no, it's a good movie. The shit don't make sense. Number. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It, 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 it's, it's a good movie. Just, just, just that. It's a good movie. Yeah, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Watch it all the way through. It was, it was pretty nice. It's super motivating too. Like a really motivating. I've been movie. on a nice little streak of like mm-hmm. good movies. It's good to see him, get, you know, back. Yeah. And you know, he's not trying deal. to be funny no more. He can, he's just, he could just be funny. Mm-hmm. That's why I felt like he started fucking up. Like, what, he was trying to be funny. Well, he is funny. Exactly. Why are you trying to he, be funny if you? Funny? Yeah, he is. But I think the type oh. of comedy you know he did is very outdated these days right so it's like you can do a serious role and still be funny y'all saying right now well we're, i'm I, not like i said i'm not saying he's not funny i think i just don't understand what y'all say. <laughs> i don't understand what y'all talking about okay it's like snacks you funny right but all right when you're doing stand-up you're, you're not trying to be overly funny uh-huh oh he oversells it that's yeah, why his movie started getting bad because he was talking about oh, selling. It kind of do, but that's what I made him bad. Just, I think I'm just in. I'm just in denial. I, I guess I'm just in denial. I don't. I mean, but you said bad. you didn't like that movie. You said the movie was. Well, that's the only movie. That's that's the only movie of his that I didn't like. And that was the peak of him trying to be overtly funny type shit. Because I mean, you got the longest yard was a good movie. Yeah, but that Being was back funny. in his peak. They weren't trying. That was like in his peak. Yeah, that was like peak Adam Sandler type shit before it just kind of. Went downhill. <clears throat> I thought they can't. for some reason. I think the movies are lumping together. For probably you are lumping them together because it was like long between longest yard and uncut gems. It just kind of got a little bit. Mm. It's okay, I guess. It's one of them. He, you know how like how can I, you know how Jim Carrey became like you know how Jim Carrey is gonna be all the time, and then he switches up and got serious. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of that. Like, you know Adam Sandler like comedic shit to me. And it kind of get old after a while. Like, niggas get tired. I don't know. Adam Sandler don't miss, bro. If you Sandler say so. Don't miss, bro. Agree to disagree, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, like go watch. But all all side, go watch Hustle. Hustle is really good. yeah. Hustle lit. I definitely mm-hmm. gotta actually go back watching and pay attention. Attention. It's like if you catch that movie while you leave in the house, you gonna stay a few more minutes to actually see what happened. You got mm-hmm. some great motivational speeches and shit in there. Got a lot of uh, legendary basketball players in there. Doctor J in there. He had the Turk professor whiskey. Yeah. He had and one niggas in there. Yeah, he did. That was crazy. He had and one dudes up in there. Like it was crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I think I've seen. Is this the one where? You, you have the meme of the guy from Malibu's Most Wanted and he's in the movie. The This ain't no picnic, bitch. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. I was no, like, please, not, somebody confirm the, it. Yes, Wait a minute, what? I don't get it. Say what? I didn't get that. Say the from Malibu. Anywho, moving forward, man. <laughs> 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 All right, but uh, yeah, that's that's what basically was went on with my week. Good movie, go check it out. I but will. moving on, let's get started in the show thread. So we have some discrepancies out there about a what if episode or comic. Dre, what you got? Takes out Nintendo Switch earpiece that can wait. All right, y'all, like y'all know how I feel about certain shit. I can already tell, like with certain shit, is just like I'd say agendas are being pushed and shit. Like sometimes it's probably just me feeling the way, but if any. Anybody say I'm wrong for this shit, you're a fucking bigot and you're blind. I don't even care. Fuck that. This is probably like one of the most overtly racist shits I've seen in a good long time. And it go back to that like, I hate always fucking comparing it type shit to like, it's like one of them, how everybody want to push for female and like, you know, alphabet inclusions and shit. And it's like, it's cool, but it's like with black people, like we don't, we kind of got off. We cool. Y'all don't have to just do all this fighting for us and shit. We don't really like be like pushing for this type of shit no more. Cause when motherfuckers do it, go like this. And then y'all don't, y'all, I don't know what the fuck it is, but this is damn near, I fuck that. This is damn near every Mar- like Marvel, DC, they do this shit a lot. They got this shit bad. Y'all will never fuck, y'all refuse to fucking pick a black writer to write a black superhero type shit. And this stuff happens. It makes no goddamn sense. Like, and then wonder why, like, black people and shit come at y'all shit like, what the fuck is going on? And this is like the peak pinnacle. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, somebody needs to be fired for this. This is why this nigga, the nigga that wrote it did a whole public, who in fucking PR, I mean, no, what's not, HR, who the fuck, who approved this dumb ass shit? You're fucking dumb. You need to be fired too. Type shit. So, all right, let me just go straight into it. There is a what if comic. I fucking love Marvel what ifs, but this one is just like, in all honestly, the most coonest nigga, the the niggerest shit I've ever seen damn near ever. The fact that somebody approved this need to get the shit slapped out of him on crib. So let's go into this shit. Basically, it is a Marvel what if. If what if Miles Morales, aka Black Puerto Rican Spider Man, was Thor? And the way they depicted New York, Harlem type, was it Harlem? I want to say it's Harlem, but don't get me wrong. I want to say Harlem. New York people don't beat me up. But they basically made New York Asgard and just basically made Again. Miles Morales the most niggerish. I, I got us. It's the most niggerish shit Girl. ever. Yes. Like, this nigga had. Does he really uh, say by Odin's fade? Yes, he says. 
He says by Odin's fucking I mean, fade. I mean, not, on, not only are they messing with the black community, they're messing with comic book community too. Like, what the like, fuck? What, what is this? This what makes this? no, like, ain't no, like, ain't y'all cannot fucking, like, no. Y'all wonder why y'all fucking comic books, why y'all think mangas and shit are kicking y'all ass in sales right now. Because of dumbass shits like this. My nigga, he had, my, all right, my nigga had ones. It was like ones, lower body, godly. He had the goddamn tank top. And this nigga had a high top face. He, we got, me and him got the same haircut. Mm-hmm. And my nigga, his f- Mjolnir, oh my God, Mjolnir got graffiti and shit on. Is this what y'all it's think like, of us? It's like, like this dude read a book uh, about Harlem, about the hood. And that's he what he said. He sat in on, New uh, York for like two hours and was like, I got it. This is it. Yeah. And then I'm like, bro, like, it's just like little shits. Like, when you know you can summon, you know, throw a summon his hammer to him and it's just you, boosh. My nigga said, you, boosh, hammer time. Who the fuck, bro, this is 2022. Who are y'all, ma- who was that for? Who in the, who was that phrase for? Type shit. Who, what, name one child y'all know now, know who the fuck MC Hammer is. I'm pretty sure the nigga that wrote it don't even know who the, woo! <laughs> he wasn't even one of the, never mind. I was bro, it's like. MC Hammer's great. That shit, they made the Ice Giants have motherfucking me type of fades and shit. I'm like, oh shit, y'all just made this so, shit like. Th- this this is what I gotta ask Marvel. This is what I gotta ask Marvel. How hard in a plethora of black comic book writers that we have on this planet, how hard was it to hire a black comic book writer to take on a what if story of that, Bruh. you know, of, of, of that content? How hard was it? Because there's and so many black writers out there. It is. Could, it could have worked. Don't get and see. That's a wild shit. Yeah. Strangely, the shit could have worked. But instead, y'all made that bitch a goddamn vaudeville show. Do y'all know what the fuck a vaudeville show is? <laughs> that was the shit they used to show white people back in the day where it was no black people. Damn near by like three, four, and everybody else was in blackface. Got ah, they cooned that shit the fuck up. And ah, that shit was just hell nah. That was racist. I don't give a fuck, yeah. Marvel. Y'all was racist as fuck. Y'all want to so try to do all this. Like, I don't even want to use this. Y'all just all this female inclusion and, and like gay rights and shit. But how the fuck are y'all letting this shit go with black people? And I don't even want to say about how y'all did the Black Panther poster in China. We still don't want it. And the Star Wars poster was shit. God damn. Y'all is doing the fucking most with this shit, ain't it? I don't know who the fuck thought that shit. Because I can't even blame Marvel. That's Disney doing shit like that. Because they own fucking comics, too. So it's like, bruh, hell in the fuck no. Don't ever do some stupid ass shit like that ever again. That nigga need to be fired. Scrap that goddamn comic book. That bitch gonna be worth a lot now. Not off the sole fact it it's a good be, comic because it, it's, it's so fucking stupid and controversial. Mm-hmm. But okay, so he, Fix he did release. Shit. He did release an apology statement. Uh, I'm gonna read it out to you verbatim. Bitch. I've taken the, <laughs> the last few days to step back and listen, and I acknowledge your criticism for my recent issue of What If. Miles Morales was Thor. What? While I've lived a different experience through my own Jewish and Mexican background, I still know inauthenticity hurts. And I'm sorry this failed on that front. So, I mean, there's more to it. If y'all want to go to his page at Super Marcato Comics, that's where he put his uh, um, apology letter at Yehudi Marcato. But I'm saying like, sir, with all due respect, I challenge 
turns you to a good old fashioned fade. What's the point of mentioning like your Jewish Mexican? What they got to do with you just fucking over and you just stereotypes <laughs> yeah. all black people? And now you want to tell just what the fuck you telling me? You Jewish and Mexican? No offense, Tony. Got to do with shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> it don't. You did that shit. You didn't ask. You where are your black friends? Because I, I know some Mexican people that are writer that write a comic way better than that. Bro, so, you didn't ask nobody like, hey, you think that'll be okay? And and that's why I look that, at the that biggest, it makes sense. And that's why I look at it even harder. Like you like you just shipped you sent this bitch off and they approved of that shit. Shout out to Jax. You know what? Fuck up when I when I send shit to her, she gonna send that bitch right back and be like, So redo that shit. And we can't totally blame him. We can't totally blame him. Like I said, it's an approval process. This had to go through a lot of people's hands. Uh oh, you can those blame who which obviously Yeah, but it had to go through a lot of people's hands to get approved. First, who all probably and wouldn't even how black mo- either. Even more fucked up it is above yeah. him. Type shit. So nobody saw this and was like, "No, let's not do this." Nobody. <laughs> and like, nobody had Timberland. Odin huh? had fucking Timberlands on. My nigga had on a gold armor with butters. The butters wouldn't even armor plated butters. Them bitches like, was fucking Tims. They was regular ass like, Tims, nigga. Fat man scoop, crumb clan, Timberland. Tim Lane. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's like a dude just scrolled through black Twitter and was like, yeah, let's put this in the comic book. That shit gave me diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh, the fuck was that? Like, oh, that shit made all my sugar go up. Like, that shit pissed me off. Like, I just, like, and then it was like, nah, I ain't, I read the motherfucker because my homeboy like got the motherfucker and I was, he was just like, bro, just run through there and just get mad. And I was like, what you mean? Oh, shit. Like, I was hyped when I read it. That's why it got me. Mm-hmm. As the minute this is that the Pepsi. Said, this is the Pepsi be less white controversy all over again, just in comic book form. They said, no, it's worse. It's worse. It's worse. It's What's worse. the other one? This is the Juneteenth Walmart plate controversy all over again. Damn near. Damn near. Shout out to Robert Jr. for opening that up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit when they said Asgard was his hood my nigga yeah. I started crying right there cause I just started getting mad like you know how it's just so funny but it's like these niggas for real like we driving so hard to change the narrative of black people in comic that set us back real life. to the 80s yes you know how white people used to like be undercover cops talking to you like what's up can I get two weeds that's how I felt reading that fucking shit. Uh-huh. And I can see, like I said, I can see if it wasn't no black writers or out there. I can see if it wasn't. A, it's a lot. It's a There's the Marvel. Jesus called me and he it's told me he ain't like, he ain't like that shit. <laughs> he ain't like that shit at all. <laughs> Martin Luther King ain't gonna like that shit. <laughs> we already, I mean, we look past the fact that Miles Morales wasn't created by a black person. Like, we was like, cool. All right, we look past that. But like, come on, y'all can't be still. Bruh, and it's like, like y'all gotta, they wrote him good as hell. Like, and even at that and it's just like bruh that shows the difference type shit like and we thought Mar- and Marvel was doing good with representation Marvel was getting there was like this set, set us back set us I back mean, a long way they getting there with every other representation besides all that shit we still got ones and Tims and shit and Asgard is the but, hood but Miss Marvel when you and go to Miss Marvel still perfectly this nigga still fucking said hammer time in 2022 <laughs> can't touch this came out in what 90 fucking what? Yes, nigga, I think ninety-one. We barely know it, <laughs> right? Like the fuck, Jesus Christ, bro! Like Jesus, Devontae Christ, Marvel. What the fuck? <laughs> like, 
favoritism. <laughs> y'all, y'all care about all y'all. The, y'all don't care about all y'all diversities because that shit was not hot. Marvel fix it. I, I want to find somebody to... that liked it, that shit because I want to fade their ass too type shit. Yeah. Like, I don't want to debate. I just want to fight you for this shit. Marvel, it's not hard. Like it's not hard. It's not hard to hire black writers. That's all we saying. This is a prime example of why you should hire black writers. We got a black oh, writer yeah. coming on later and we spoke to him about that earlier. Like, same thing. This is why we need it because stuff like this happens that send us back millions you, of years. You got to have, fight. and I ain't talking about an Uncle Tom ass with black nigga. You need a nigga in that motherfucker. No offense, but that, you need a nigga type shit in that hoe that actually has been through shit. And those comic books. And no, awesome. like, hey, you know, if you put this shit out, somebody slapped the shit out you, you need that right. person to just be like, hey, this ain't right. it. Because <laughs> you know what they'll do? The next step is they'll go get a black person to do it that don't know nothing about comic books. It's going to be a Uncle Tom ass nigga. Yeah. And then, that nigga and had, then he was adopted that... and had white parents and shit. No offense. <laughs> like, nigga, they, ah, it'd be weird. They'll catch a nigga with the most whitest fucking background type shit. Uh-huh. And to, to make him give a, like, try to give a story about some hood shit that he didn't even fucking experience. Shit is wild, son. I think it's crazy that he said by Odin's fade and then Odin does, he's bald. <laughs> Bro, it was so many shot. little just like, you know that he's Spider-Man, so he gonna have little quips and shit, but bruh, he, they was just doing the, these were flagrantly racist, my nigga. Marvel, you <laughs> but yeah, let's get off this shit. Marvel, fix it. fuck that. Fix that shit. Hosting. Like, y'all should be canceled for that shit. Like, fuck all the extra shit that I got going. That, that wouldn't hurt. <laughs> well, we gotta go to a quick break, but when we come back, I will be talking about Umbrella Academy's new after this. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, 
a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. Along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we are back. So, Umbrella Academy released a new season. Uh, what season is there on again? Let me pull it three. Season three, I think. I kind of read all the comics to a nice little bit. You know, I'm one, y'all know I'm one of them niggas. I will fuck around, read the comic, and not even look at the show. So, yeah, we're on season three. Be? I watched the huh? first season. <laughs> well, no, okay. So, second season, of course, they uh, every single season basically trying to stop our apocalypse. Second season, they stopped the one where they had to go back in time uh, and actually let the Kennedy basically let the Kennedy assassination happen and fix the timeline and everything they uh, met up with the with the doctor they met up with him and he had to help them out and that in turn brings us to season three where they go back to because at the end of season two they go back to their house and they walk in and everything's changed it's now called the Sparrow Academy and they have a different group of superheroes so come to find out in season three you'll see the dad says he's seen how stupid they was when he met them back during the Kennedy assassination in Dallas. So he thought he'd go with a whole group of different <laughs> people. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> so the new team consists of... Only one that's the same on that team is the uh, the the, um, the Asian guy. Hold on, Paul. Let me get these people. His name is Brian. Brian, yes. Is he still dead? No, well, in this timeline, um, he's not because back... And it, it's, it's so confusing. Um, but back on last season, he was dead. So the doctor didn't meet him. He only met all his brother and sisters. And so his doctor still got him, but got a whole nother group of different people. Uh, so that's why he's still alive. If that makes so sense. So what a dead when it he's just dead in the other timeline. I thought he was he so I thought he ain't popping up because he had no more uh the drug mm-hmm. addict when the only one could see him and shit. Yeah, no, nah, he, he crossed over into a new um he cro- he basically crossed over. Like he he died, like he's out. Oh damn. <laughs> yes. So basically during this season uh, that causes what is a grandfather paradox basically uh, they're not supposed to be in that timeline because somebody killed all of their parents and they ain't supposed to exist so they cause like a big like a vortex is so farming yeah, under that is fucking up reality right there yeah like it's, it's randomly like first it started destroying like lobsters and chickens and cows and stuff and then now start destroying like people like I, I haven't made it through it yet so I'm not gonna give away too much I'm only giving away bits and pieces mm-hmm. so everybody I won't be spoiled too much on it, but like, um, so they have to work together with the Sparrow, who who is now it's called. It's not the Umbrella Academy; it's called the Sparrow Academy. They gotta work together with them to try and fix it. A lot of them got murked already, not in the Umbrella, Umbrella Academy, but in the Sparrow Academy. Right. A lot of them already got taken out already. And um, but yeah, and also we have Ellen Page in there, and you know she uh is Elliot. instead of Elliot. Page. Oh yeah, she did yeah. transition. So she so, they did the transition in the show also. So it's not the universe. She, she's like a dude now. Well, no, now well, she's like regular. real life too. It's, it's yeah, crazy. I know, but I'm saying, how did they do that in the show? No, it's just she just came out. She said, I, um, "I'm going <laughs> by Victor now." Yeah, <laughs> okay, she, that's 
real? Yeah, because in the last season, she fell in love back in like the 60s. She fell in love with like a housewife and yeah. her son. So that's, and that kind of opened her up. And then like, that sounds weird to say. That's where she kind of opened up to her feelings. <laughs> and then this season is when she came out and then they did, like, and you know, they everybody accepted her. I like how they, like, they didn't try and make it linger out. Like they mostly do it. Like they introduced it. They like, didn't okay, make it a whole the arc or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a normal it was, thing, right? It's like, right. just leave it alone. Right, like a normal thing. And it's kind of how goes she did on. Like, she did the one season and was like, hey, I'm, I'm a dude now. Deal with it. Yeah, and, and like I said, the, this new season is really good. Loving the storyline. Um, I'm liking where it's going. Like I said, I'm on episode eight. I haven't finished it yet. I'm probably going to finish it tonight. I definitely suggest y'all go watch it. Um, <laughs> it's on It's it's on the list. I just Yeah, it's on Netflix. It go see it. You got to watch it for one, two, three. Like, if you haven't read the comic book, because I haven't, because uh, first yeah, of all, we got to give a shout out to Dark different. Horse. It's like, different. I hadn't read the comic books, the Umbrella Academy comic books, but the They're show, not. I'm st- yeah, I'm still able to keep up with the show though and, you know, find interest in it. So, so shout out to Dark Horse though. Like, they, they've been doing it big. Like, I don't think, I think that's, they got other titles working too that's going to be coming out also. They had the best Star Wars side stories ever. Mm. Uh, who else Dark Horse had? They had Spawn. Goddamn. Big guy and Rusty. Niggas forget it. Damn, how you <laughs> they forget it. They forget it. They forget yeah, it. The big right. guy and Rusty. Yep. That was Sin City too, Dark Horse, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's Frank another Miller independent did. combo company that's, yeah, that's Frank going Miller crazy. Frank Miller did all his shit with Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark Horse been doing this shit. But yeah, definitely go check out Umbrella Academy. It's streaming on Netflix. Season 3 is streaming. I'll watch every single episode. That's my short, slight review of the Umbrella Academy. <clears throat> yeah. And we're going to talk about it next week, but if all my comic book friends, just go read the boys hero gasm <laughs> That's all I'm gonna oh. say. Just, just read Hero Gal. <laughs> oh wow, that episode. Let's let. Oh, Jesus, I was waiting on it because I was like, "How the fuck they gonna do that?" I still think it's definitely lighter on screen. Definitely a lot. Nah, those. It was like what two, three comics. Those weren't comics. That was porn. <laughs> But you gotta read Hero Guys to know a lot of shit happened and it's one of them. That like when you get to the end game, you're like, oh, that's what oh, damn, all oh, that shit happened there, Hero Guys. You start realizing what all the shit popped. And it's weird because you know Soldier Boy and shit. They switched it up in the show a lot. But yeah, read that shit. I'm going back now. Oh. And I'm going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi series finale next week when Eli gets back. Yeah. Let's not make it seem like the show is not getting like this because he's going to (laughs) think. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying he's. (laughs) You know, he's going to be like, I wasn't here. So I I guess it wasn't that good. I'm dead. What was next? No, it was kind of harsh on it. I'm still harsh on it. I I watched some of it. It wasn't that bad. Finish it. Finish it and talk with it about us. Uh, talk with it. Talk about it with us next week. Jesus, I only seen two episodes. <laughs> He's not gonna know about the bigger picture shit going on. That's gonna be the sad part. He gonna like, I liked it because I, I know I do know. Like I know about Luke Skywalker and they. Bro, uh, Leia looked at like fucking six, and Luke looked look at like, like he was twelve. They're fucking twins. Sometimes twins, you know, not the same size. Ain't Jedi's yeah. like bigger as kids because they're stronger. Bitch, no, it don't work like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you this? I want to fight them too now. Whoever told you that? Jedi like strong because like they got to fight the No, my nigga. Younger. No. Oh. Does not work like that. So in other news, 
Chris Pratt ominously declared that his Mario voice is unlike anything from the games. And that sounds ominous to me. I don't know how. That just means it's going to be terrible. This is going to be the most award winning voice acting of our generation. I have no faith in the Super Mario movie at all. It's going to be so good when you hear him be like, it's me. You're going to (laughs) cry. Or he does like, it's me, Mario. Oh, my He just come out straight chain smoking Italian voice. Is Chris Pratt even Italian? Can he do this? Is this culture appropriation? Is Is it? Now that you think about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's wild because, you know, like the actual voice of Mario is still alive. Think of why they couldn't have used him. Hashtag recast Chris Pratt. And it's wild because, you know, like the last few Marios, he he talked a little bit. It's awkward. I, I thought that was weird, too. Like, I don't know why they didn't just use the original voice actor. That's like with Buzz Lightyear. It was like, why? Everybody literally knows Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear. Ain't it oh, Tim no, Allen? I know. Yeah, but I know why they didn't use Tim. Is it because he's conservative? It's because he because that show he did that is a conservative show that was highly Trump in support of Trump. He got he got under. I honestly think he got unnecessarily counseled for that. But yeah, that's what happened. Uh, that's probably why. I mean, and then like, also Chris yeah. Evans though. No, I mean I understand the way y'all trying to play it and shit. Like this that's is a whole new buzz, but still, my man, like. It ain't going to hit the... That's one of them you fucking up, just like how they fucked up the entire bar- marketing with that shit behind a, a, a same gender kiss. We were talking about that shit like, even if the movie's a great movie, one, you didn't have the original voice of Buzz like, yeah, that's a strike right there. Then y'all didn't even like promote the movie saying it was going to be good and then y'all was just like, it's going to have a single, I mean, you know, same gender kiss. That was the big... Like, if that's the way people know your movie from before we even... Know, it was Buzz Lightyear and a kiss. What type of marketing genius ploy is that type shit? It just don't make sense. And you y'all wonder it. why. And that's like, and if this for kids, why would y'all push that and be like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I, I, I think we're going down the wrong wormhole again. That's not. We never recorded it. But no, I just wanted to stop doing are. shit as a ploy. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, what, he, what he's saying is it shouldn't be a headline. Right. Oh, like, okay. If we want we want it normalized, and it should be normalized, right? Then yeah, treat it that way. Don't make it. Don't use it as the reason you want people to come see and, the movie. And what's crazy is in the movie, it, it it is just a normal scene. It's a wholesome, normal scene where the woman comes back from space with with uh, Buzz and she walks in, gives her 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 wife or significant other a peck on the on the lips, and that's it. And the door closes. It's it's so fast. It's like five to ten seconds, if that. And y'all came out when like the promo shit, like we push, we breaking barriers and all this shit. And it's like, bro, this is a fucking. You don't need. Yeah, I don't Why? think. I don't think it should be as sensationalized as it is because it's just normal and leave it that way. Like that's what make people attack y'all shit at times because it's like y'all could have just had that in there and said and moved on. not shit. Yeah, you didn't have to say and anything. And then people would have actually praised y'all because it's just like, hey, they 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 threw it, they threw a kiss in there. Nice, you know, hey now. Mm. But y'all started it off with this is how we come and deal with it. But I'll, and that's also go back to my problem. But also them doing that too. It helps create a buzz about the movie also. It no, does, no but... No pun included. If that's how you need to get people to come see the movie, is it 
fucking good. I, I think there's just a culture now. That's what they do. Plus, yeah, my there people going to talk about. Look so at the Power Rangers movie. The Power Rangers movie actually handled it very well, too. It was just a normal conversation. It was just done in passing. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't I don't like dudes. I like girls. And it's like, cool. All right. All right. But then they the news outlets made it to this huge thing towards like representation it's huge you need to go see this right now like that's the reason you need to see because of this and they made it out to be like this huge in your face thing when it it doesn't need to be we want it normalized then then just leave it make it normal (laughs) you know don't sensationalize it make just make sure the movie's good that's what i that's that's my shit because y'all do this shit a lot like y'all push equality in the movie and then the movie fuck around and be ass at times. That's when I get mad at this shit. That's 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 my pet peeve. And they try to make an argument that you can't say it's bad because it's uh because of the representation in it. So they like if you say it's bad, all it's like, because this is in it. No, it's not because of the representation. It's, it's bad because that's yeah. all y'all cared about was the representation <laughs> and fucked up the entire story. That's why a lot of remakes be fucking up. Like we get you want to make your own spin and shit, but we don't need all the extra shit at times. And then if that's what you're making the movie about, it's not gonna work. That's like classic theater shit like you supposed to pitch your beliefs into the shit but you're not supposed to make the entire shit about your beliefs and if you mm-hmm. do that shit gotta be buku good like look at the matrix that was like you know written by a transgender person type shit being trapped inside their body and shit but if you looking at the matrix you're not gonna think about that shit at all and then when you hear it that's why what it's made what it's really about it's like oh now you go back and it make you further analyze shit I got one better what broke back mountain I've actually Actually, never seen that movie. Explain. You know, wildly, yo, yo. People say that it was good. Like it, you look past the fact that it's about gay cowboys. That is, if good. you look past the gay, but you know, the gay cowboys and the mountain stuff. That is a great movie about like how cowboys are dead. You can't really, you really are gonna be a gay cowboy because Jake Gyllenhaal got that murk behind that shit mm-hmm. at the end of that movie. Same shit. Get what I'm saying? It's yeah. ways to do it. Ways to do this shit. Just forcing the shit on people is not the way to do it. Or just like making that the entire reason you should come see the movie. That's not good mark type well, shit. I say, and then well, I in say this day and age that, too. I don't mean like ignore it. Hmm? No, I say when I say look past the, the uh that narrative, I didn't mean like ignore it. I had to clear it up, sound kinda of bigger. I mean that's what the movie about, but it's still a good ass yeah. movie. Like uh uh-huh. Bad Mountain is a great movie. I'm not gonna you can't take shit away from that one. That was acting. <laughs> type shit. Yeah. How this this went from Super Mario <laughs> to this. It'd be like but we're gonna go to a quick break, but when we come back, we have the creator of Night of Abyss here after this. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue with its powerful. DC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. 
The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. And we are back. So we got a very, very special guest here. Creator of Knights of Abyss. Mr. Quentin Dorsey is here right now. Um, First of all, let me say, artwork, amazing. Love what you got going there with Knights of Abyss, man. Love everything you're doing. Like I said, my favorite character, OG. Ball OG with the gray beard. Look like he can whoop somebody's ass real quick. So, (laughs) but uh, let's get into it, man. How's it going, bro? Hey, man. Just want to start off with saying I appreciate you guys for having me on. Y'all are pioneers, like like we discussed earlier, man. You know, uh, black nerd culture is now being as normalized and, you know, okay and socially acceptable. So just want to make sure I give y'all y'all flowers for being pioneers and being uh, thinking ahead of the curve and getting yeah. in front of stuff before everything becomes, you know, too too uh, uh, saturated. So definitely want to... Uh, we can so soldier boy niggas. Like, I was the first nigga. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, so starting with like the storyline and everything, where did it come from, and like how do you what did you draw your inspirations from, and everything? Uh, man, so this really been a childhood dream of mine. Um, ever since you asked my dad, he'll tell you, ever since I was a little kid, I used to run around saying I want to be like a cartoonist. I didn't really know right what that meant, but you know, as a kid, I always just wanted to be involved in like creating mm-hmm. stories, just cartoon animation, and in that sense, so um, shit, I started writing it, I want to say. When I started undergrad in college and all the way through my undergrad, my graduate degree and like five years into like uh, my career field, I just kept writing and I finished the story in 2019. So after I finished the story, I was like, well, shit, I don't really got no more excuses to like not not go for it. So and my dad used to always be like, he'd be like, hey, Quinn, you still writing that the greatest story never told? Because it was like 10 years. (laughs) I mean, just write this shit and say, you know, I'm going to do something with it. And um, yeah, 2019 hit. um, um, and I was like, yo, let me just get online. I linked up with a bunch of different artists um, and shit started putting everything together. And um, it just took off uh, during COVID because COVID hit and everybody was just stuck, like stuck yeah, in a house. To do. So, yeah, so I'm like, yo, don't know why I got nothing to do. And I'm like, shit, let me, let me, let me just put it out there. I started uh, doing like the little Facebook ads and yo, people just started uh, gravitating towards it. And um, I was able to, uh, I was able to get a pretty large following. Like, I think it was like 20K in that first year. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, and after that, it's just hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, Booming. But for, uh, as far as like inspirations and influences, man, starting from the beginning, cause I'm gonna go way back. Like, like Animaniacs. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see, so we the same age. Yeah, we it's definitely okay. the same age. Yes, we all we get references uh, around this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, start back from the beginning. I would say, um, I want to say, uh, Batman anime series, X Men the '90s series, Spider Man the '90s Classic. series, um, uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Classic. Unlimited Spider Man anime series. Like that was like my introduction to like cartoons and all that. And then 
my uncle had put me and my brother on to uh, Ninja Scroll. Ooh. And we were young. And we weren't supposed to be watching Ninja Nobody's supposed Ninja to watch Ninja, Ninja Scroll <laughs> when they watch Ninja Scroll. Dog, <laughs> that shit was wild. But it it was crazy because it blew our mind because we looking at it and the animation was just so mm. much better than anything we had ever mm. seen. You ain't never seen animation like, do something like that. You, you never seen it like, Yo, yeah. Bro, I don't care. That yeah, art style like, is just this? beautiful as fuck to me. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm right there with you. I'll, we looked at it. We just like, Yo, what's this? Mm. And I remember my uncle, he used to like, speak like some Japanese it was weird like he was just you know yeah. so he, he put Your his uncle on was in the military wasn't he nah he wasn't he just was like one of those super cultural niggas like he was like Jamaican <laughs> Japanese the nigga yo no bullshit I'll tell you a story nigga just be Shout learning this shit this is, no, this yeah. is no cap remember one time we was playing football back when kids played outside we was playing street football outside right uh-huh. uh huh he was playing with us he, uh, I hiked the ball handed it off to him my dad's car was parked on the side. He ran on the side of the car. I'm not lying. Dang. It was some ninja shit. Nigga hit the NFL <laughs> street. Yo, it was, he, yo, he used to just always do shit like that. He'd be flipping on, like, so, yeah, but nah, he, he put us on in the anime, mm. and then we was like, oh, shit. So after that, it was like Dragon Ball Z, then it was like Roni Kenshin, it was like G Gundam, and uh, shit, it was, uh, it was a Code Geass, it was Full Metal Alchemist, it was everything after that, so. Yeah. Um, the biggest inspirations, I'll say, uh, just that, Code Geass, Full Metal, Roni Kenshin, G Gundam. Oh, uh, G Gundam shit. was the goat. Yeah, I love G Gundam, That's, man. <laughs> yeah, G Gundam was G Gundam was the best Gundam. It was. That was best I, of the Olympics with that. Gundams. I yes. will second that. Yeah, G Gundam was just different. It was because I go hold you. I I never really liked the other Gundams. That shit was like boring. I used to watch that shit and be going to sleep. Niggas was putting on for their district in G Gundam, say. So. <laughs> <laughs> that shit used to put me to sleep. But uh, but yeah, man, I, that was that was the biggest inspiration, man. Avatar: Last Airbender. Um, shit, Death Note, uh, classic. Yeah. So, who are the like? Is Knights of Abyss? Is that the? Is that a team or is that the name of the of a conglomerate or like who are the Knights yeah. of Abyss? Like, tell us what. Um. Know. So, all right. So one, 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 one note. So it's Knight of Abyss. A lot of people call it Knights of Abyss, though. I, I don't really, you know. But so Knight of Abyss is really just the just the title. It's not. It's not an actual team. Uh, there's a there's a there's a reasoning behind the title, mm-hmm. but I don't really think people. I, I'm I'm big into like. Is it more like uh, an anthology? Like, like yeah. everybody's story just um, going on at the same time? I wouldn't say that. So the main character's name is Knight. So I'm just gonna give a little hint. Uh, I'm big into like 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 Lupe Fiasco, like one of my favorite rappers. He does like all the double on triple on time. Right. So the title is something like that that people oh. probably aren't gonna get until they, they finish the entire story. Oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah. But uh, gotcha. but now, nah, so the the story follows three main characters: uh, Knight, Neon, Ruby. Knight's the guy with the long hair. Uh, Ruby is the young lady with the uh, with the spear, and Neo. Uh, is the Asian Asian kid with the um, with the two guns, right? Mm-hmm. So it follows these three characters who find themselves caught in between an ancient conflict between two warring empires who are looking to bring about an ancient prophecy known as the Night of Abyss, spelled for it. So that's kind of like general uh, uh, story synopsis. So oh, it, it, I see what in, you uh, right Warren, there. <laughs> I'm a rapper, bro. Wordplay. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. But uh but yeah, um so I don't want to spoil too much of volume one, but I'll tell you, so volume one, um, it starts where at night he's on the eve of his 17th birthday, you know, he's having a good time, and a mysterious group known as the collective, the leader of the collective is the is the guy with the dreads, the uh, the big with the tattoo on his chest, uh, Emperor Attilus. The collective invades his ancient home. Um and just wreaks havoc and he ends up having to escape and his parents end up having to detonate and blow up the whole island, right? Mm. So volume one ends where he's in this outskirts area trying to figure out what the hell just happened because he just was having his birthday and now everything's gone and he has no clue of what's, of what's going on. So Damn. that's volume one and volume two picks up with uh, Neo and Ruby um, who are war orphans. Uh, and essentially they're, they're in a place called the Forgotten's or the Outskirts where, uh, which is essentially like uh, the centerpiece or the place where a lot of the conflicts between the two war empires uh, happened in the past. So they're pretty much just, just no called man's land. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're in one of those areas. So, mm-hmm. and they're pretty much just trying to survive. They're running the orphanages, helping kids who are also war orphans and they're pretty much oh, wow. just trying to survive. And the story picks up where Ruby, Ruby sees Knight who runs out of fuel cells from his ship after he escapes from the island. He's looking to replenish his fuel cells and he ends up um, saving an old man who, who's being like harassed or whatever. And she sees that as an opportunity to help her in her efforts to get food and medicine from uh, some folks who were hoarding it out in her area. So that's kind of like where they meet and that's where the story, the story takes off at. Good volume two, volume two, yeah. That's dope. Man, I love the world building you got in there. I love the like storyline is great, dude. Yeah, yeah. I no. love when black men make a universe type shit. The shit work. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our universes See, be kind of more realistic as hell at times. Ah, uh, this is but like we gotta still talk about this one on the show. But did y'all peep that what if Marvel just did with Miles Morales? Uh yo, that let's talk about what do y'all think about that? <laughs> what I seen a me I seen I wanna just go to their studio and fight everybody in there because I know there was not one black person in there. Somebody sent me a message of a dude apologizing for writing. No, my nigga straight up said he grabbed it and he got grabbed a hammer and when it was like hammer time. (laughs) And the fucking mutant had graffiti and and stickers and shit on it. They try, you know how Odin got, you know how Thor got the tale of how he's Thor and shit. A nigga was like, let me kick a dope rhyme about, (laughs) they called Asgard his fucking hood. Yo, that shit happened, bro. Which is, I just had to look at this shit like, are they fucking with us right now? Like, (laughs) that's why you gotta be glad that the Blair community is growing, so we could put more black writers. Who the fuck approved of this one? That's what I wanted. Because that was the writer. Fuck the nigga that read that bitch and was like, oh yeah, Yeah, this this shit hot. This is what we need. This is what we like need out here. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's this shit. set us back like like a good forty years. Goddamn it! <laughs> you saying if a black kid owned Asgard, it'd be ghetto. That's basically what they said. <laughs> they basically did that. I'm not gonna lie. Like even the way they did that, it could have made sense. But bitch, no. <laughs> Nah, that shit was nah, that shit was OD. I didn't even think it was real. I thought it was a parody when I first looked at it. I thought somebody See, I thought they were bullshit. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought that shit was a parody. I was like, yo, what? Oh hell no. Nah. My nigga had, no, did you see Odin sitting on the throne, all gold armor, 
summer with the fucking butters on. This nigga had on Tim's. <laughs> nigga was sitting up. Oh, I, I gotta run this shit back on the show, but fuck out of it. My nigga had on Tim's. Like, like. Yeah, that's funny. I feel like yeah. this nigga looked at BT. Whoever made that looked at BT in the early two thousands. Looked at one episode of BT uncut. It's like this. Is, I gotta come and go. I get it. Right. <laughs> that's funny. But I mean, shit. Grass pen. When you don't, when like you said, whenever, whenever it's not black people writing the stories, I mean, it can, you know, that shit can happen. So back to your comic. So your artwork. Do you do the artwork for it? Do you have an artist for it? Or you know, where what is that? So volume one was done by uh, Kwasik. She's a she's a. You, Y'all probably follow her. She's like super popular on IG um, from South Korea. She did volume one. Uh, volume two is done by my boy Jacob Noble. Um, he's working on volume two. Uh, but some of the, I would say like the main, the main characters that really caught people's eyes, like those in that initial rollout that I did, that was done by my boy Jacob. Yeah, because his style was real like anime-ish, like real right. dark, which KOA's dark, so like it it matched. Um, yeah. But if you, you're talking about the, um, the, the one that went viral was Hiroshi X. That that main uh design where he's holding the sword like that or whatever. Um yeah. that was done by um my boy Wave Loop over in uh over in Europe. Um but yeah, that that's the one that really just took off. Like when I posted that shit, it, it just went fucking viral and everybody started DMing me fucking just off just off that. So Yeah. Yeah, but I was creating a character though. Cause I remember I was working at a, um I was working at Community Yeah. Oh no, no, I understand that I have an artist I, I, when I was working on my comic book, I had multiple artists. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. different different styles of it so yeah. you know the idea everything comes for you yeah you just get you just gotta find an artist good enough to put it on paper for you and it looks like you found that and some yeah. good art you know a spot but not just a spot the spot actually with the 2023 Nissan Frontier you know a bunch of them But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. 
To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Like I said, I understand that outsourcing uh, comic book artists because it's hard to write and do artwork at the same time. Like yeah. people don't understand that, especially when you're putting together a whole universe, uh, a comic book universe. But like I said, like you, you put some good hands on, on the artwork aspect, and and also the writing is amazing too. Yeah, I mean, yo, what what I did with the with the um with the designs, like I started um like I started with what I call like a B or C level artist, and they did mm. the initial like like uh idea of what the character would look like right mm. and then yeah, right. i just uh, i just gave it to like a a or s class artist to put that final spin on it and mm. that's when i was able to kind of like finalize the idea Smart. so yeah so but yeah. it should each character man it, it ran me so much bread because i just wanted to make sure it came out the right way so yeah like each character design went through probably like four or five different like iterations before i could get to that final design Cause you gotta like, cause like that's another thing people understand. Like when you write in a comic book, they gonna send you what they got. Like they gonna send you the penciling. It's mm-hmm. not gonna look right. You gotta send it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of back and forth in the comic book writing process. Right. Yeah, which is no disrespect to the artist or anything. You're just trying to get them to get your image right, get your vision right. And they, if you find an artist that can understand that and not look at it as you being nitpicky, like you have some great work coming coming out. Like I mean, of course, like you do. Yeah. But, Nah, I- just learn how to randomly doodle <laughs> so you can give them a stupid sketch. That's what I'm gonna call it. Yeah, and just be like, "Hey, you make this like a high tech version of this." Yeah, nah, that that definitely does help. I can't really doodle like that, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like I draw a little so, bit. That's that's why. I saw. <laughs> if I look at Shovel, like, hey, just squint them bitches just a little bit. Wait, so, shit, hold up, hold up, I got you. <laughs> So if 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 Night of Abyss was adapted into like uh maybe a live action, like who would you see as like like who would you cast as some of the characters? Um well funny you say that, my guy. I don't know, man. Oh shit. <laughs> but nah, I can't I can't know. So a few people did hit me up. So uh-huh. I can tell you off air, but I can't tell you all here. But uh well actually no, you know one of them because I posted on a page. Uh um uh, the other uh, game, the game reached out to me like two weeks ago or whatever. Um, so yeah, DM, DM me and all that. Uh, but um, I don't know. I think uh, my aim is anime. Honestly, I a lot of action is cool, but my aim is anime because I, animation. Yeah, the, okay. Because the way I look at it is like right, like black anime doesn't exist, but there is so right. many black very true who love like anime, and if right. we, I would mm-hmm. even argue that. When it comes to, uh, like I said earlier, making making anime socially acceptable or culturally acceptable, that's because yeah. you have black artists, uh, like uh, black actors, like MBJ and and uh, and rappers or whoever, kind of championing it and right. making it like culturally acceptable. Because I remember a time, True. shit, we was in, I was in high school. If you tell a girl you watch anime, we were the weird niggas. <laughs> yeah, you were the weird. 
Yeah, she like the oh, tables have turned. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. really like that. Like they would look at you like you weird. But like, even I would say the past couple of years is now normalized. But shit, back in the day, it was like people look like saying. different. Yeah, things are developing so much. COVID, like we COVID helped. It, it start- <laughs> COVID helped. <laughs> it, it had a lot of people at home, and then they're like, "Well, I guess I'll watch this anime." And they're like, "Oh, this is this <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, this is and pretty now good." They're down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Two yep. things that that peaked during COVID was podcasting and anime. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And OnlyFans. Yeah, nothing but time. OnlyFans. And divorce searches. A lot of people searching up like divorces and all that on Google. So. Boy, yeah, that too. They just people, realized how much they, they really don't like this nigga. Don't like this. Yo, no cat, bro. Yo, this, or this nigga just looking like this bitch never washed dishes. <laughs> Bro, that, that's that's no cap. That's funny you said. COVID babies too. Can't forget about that. A lot of people had COVID babies. Boy, yeah, not me, not me, not me. I made it. Th- I made it through that uh, hard time in America. Oh, it was rough. Bro, being single during that time, yo, you was down bad. <laughs> I was down bad. I was single. I was down bad. You I cannot was, pull up. I was down bad. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, it was a rough year. Bro, it was a chick. Anytime so somebody crazy. came over, how she was, she had to look. She has the personal tests and shit. I was like, damn, <laughs> you is not playing. <laughs> Just need a record chill, of everyone you've been around and their test results within the last 14 days. Right. I'd be like, the mask The mask is the only protection I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> go inside. Niggas wearing a mask in the house because there's more than two people in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was saying, like, it's so much influence in the black, like, back to like the animation trail. Like, it's so much influence in the black community and animation. It's it's, it's high time that we have like a black yeah. animation network or something, like a black animation yeah. streaming service where they only do where they do black anime because like yeah. that's what we're missing. Like, we missed the fuck out of Boondocks. That's the closest yeah. we got to anime. We we loved Afro- uh, I, we, we love yeah. Afro Samurai, Black Dynamite. People don't say Black Dynamite, but I can't Black. Dynamite yeah. is an black anime. It's the artwork, like, it's, the artwork made black dynamite anime. <laughs> well, it's so much like we should. It should be. It, it's. I feel like it's something coming soon, or it should be something coming soon, like a black anime network. Network because black anime needs its feel. Like we're tired of seeing. I think Hilton said the same thing. We're tired of seeing people. Uh, no, no offense to the artists, but like we're tired of people seeing drawing black Naruto's and uh, black Sasuke's. We want to see our own. Uh, our own niggas on giving Goku a, a type of fade. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, that shit is all like that's cool, but I'm yeah. right with you because I see that shit, and I'd be like, oh, this shit kind of corny. But there'd be a, like when I first got online, I was noticing. Um, when I first got online, before I even had a page, I was just looking around to see like it was anybody doing like any sort of like independent black comic with an anime aesthetic or whatever. And the only person I noticed that had anything going was uh, it was Ann Piper with Trill League. Um, it was uh, uh, Black Black Sands Black Sands Entertainment um, with with their IP. And then it was like then it was that was it for real. It was like two people that actually had a product out or whatever. I'm still the only ones so, I know right now. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> and Trill and Trill League Trill is League. another show and is another black anime that needs to be on the network. Yeah, that well, is an I, incredible. I think he is though. He he got something. He got something going. Yeah, he does. I, I mean, finally, because Trill yeah. League been around for a minute. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it there was something with Quibi because the Quibi thing had folded, and but now I I backed the second Kickstarter, and he said that they got <laughs> they got something in the works again with another studio somewhere. So so yes, yeah. I backed the first one. Yeah, I had backed the first one, but yeah. Like I still like that's what like it needs to be like uh, their own our own network. Maybe yeah. it'd be a latch key on like Netflix or Hulu or some shit like that. But that's what we need because there's so many black artists like yourself. Yeah, so many black creators out there that need need that at that next step to it. Comic be. books amazing. Yeah. Your your comic books are amazing. So they are. You need to have a easier process to get to animation now. Yeah, like you shouldn't have to be waiting if you already have a good following like you do. Yeah, or like Aunt Piper do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's what we need, bro. I, I hopefully, we can build that. Well, I mean, luckily, luckily, there, there's people who like they are actually trying to like help right. and mm-hmm. you know reach out and just because to me, I'm like, damn, if you don't want to do nothing with the person, at least you could put them in the right direction to somebody right. who can can help them. And right. I, I mean, I am seeing that. So, and like you said, it got to be more than just can't just be one person. We need everybody mm-hmm. who got some good like shit, whatever, because we need to create a real like genre, and you need a bunch of different titles that really create that so you know right. I think we just need everybody to like really just get on get on board and, and really make it but yeah, I'm telling you this is a billion this this is potentially a billion fucking maybe trillion dollar because you think about it, this is all pioneering right now it doesn't exist right. Right. Like, this is all right. pioneering these are the, these are the first people and you know that that's where you can really you know strike gold so I think it's a billion dollar opportunity for whoever is in position and in those places and you know, mm-hmm. smart enough. If you if you paid attention, you saw um, uh, Kevin Hart and Mark Cuban. They they they're doing yeah. something with Black Sands Entertainment. So Black you know, Sands, that, yeah, that's just going to take off and do a gazillion dollars or whatever. So and then from there, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a bunch of people that that take notice and be like, oh shit. So yeah, hopefully, and they yeah. just start be an influx, <laughs> just just like everything else Black people do. <laughs> they, you know, it's just an influx. Now, okay, now we like it. Let's start oh, yeah, doing yeah. it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but so what you got anything new coming from Night of Abyss or anything else side projects you working on? Um I do have another story written, but it's uh <laughs> it's kind of like the boondocks. Like I, I call it like a, a conscious comedy. It's like highly politically charged. Um, but mm. I'm a little scared to put it out because I know I will get banned on Instagram. I'm, I'm positive. Like it would get it would get flagged. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So I think I think I'm gonna put it out, but I'm gonna wait until I'm waiting until KOA is established mm. and I got whatever situation I got and that it's it's in a safe place before because I don't want to jeopardize that and you know so. But um, but nah, I got yeah, I got no, sus- I'm still you. suspended on Facebook right now because I was like French niggas be lit. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> shit, the censorship is. Right. That's all I said. Yeah. <laughs> bro, people just be reporting you. It's wild as shit. Like, it's I was like, damn, it's, what I do? It was a compliment. It's the algorithm system. It's the the algorithm sister is on system is only looking at like they they catch things and a lot of things in black culture we say is not approved by yeah. like regular culture. So when agri- when we post like, oh niggas ain't shit, algorithm think we playing something racist when Ass. really we just saying a normal. Ass. 
Yeah, really, we just saying something normal that we say in the black community, but we get banned off Facebook for it. it it's, mm. it's dumb. Like the whole, it, it's dumb. It really feels like social media is attacking the black community a little bit, but still, yes. like, <laughs> okay, we can because TikTok now. is right. even worse. Keep going now, you that nah, nigga explain. It is the no, no, it for, is because I remember, tic- yo, yeah, I did a um, I did a, I did a, 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 a ad on Instagram, and it was for it was for the organization X, and in the writing, I. I said I was like organizations aim organization X's aim is to liberate uh all vulnerable populations and their revolutionary army and I got flagged because of mm. that because mm. of Liberate and revolutionary. Yeah, that's on, where you no. <laughs> That's why I just use social media to talk shit now. How is that? That's like, like that's to me. I feel like that's fucking racist. Like, oh, so we can't because those are our terms mm-hmm. from our culture. We can't use that. Those are terms that yes. empower us. Revolutionary, bro. You can't even say simp on Twitch no more. It's that God, bad. Damn. And they don't even like you. Have, if you if you're a black chick twerking, you have more chance of getting your stuff taken off of TikTok than a white chick oh, twer- yeah. twerking. <laughs> that's t- we all. Know. That's crazy. That's TikTok though. It's, we all know this. It's crazy. Like it's stuff they need to look into with social media because social media is like kind of the algorithm right, is kind of racist. Racist as fuck, dog. Hell, that kind of everybody know that shit racist. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yo, but that's why niggas do whole videos to cheat that bitch. Well, uh, we gotta wrap it up with you, man. We appreciate you for joining us, bro. This is an amazing interview, and we definitely gotta have you back on. Um, so, you know, just plug plug your night of abyss. I mean, plug everything that everybody needs to know where to find you. Of course, we know you, yeah. but everybody else who don't know you needs to know you. Got so. you, got you. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, Kickstarter is about five days left. We hit the goal already, but you know, any anything extra helps. Um, just type in night of abyss volume two on Google or Kickstarter. Something to come up or follow me on Instagram K underscore O underscore Abyss and uh, yeah man I appreciate you guys uh, thank you for for the support even putting me on your platform this is my second interview so I'm getting mm. getting kind of good at you know, interviewing yeah. you know, just a little bit man yeah. appreciate y'all brothers and shit we gonna link up man we still be fucking up interviews <laughs> yeah alright guys that's uh, Quentin Dorsey with Night of Abyss guys make sure y'all check him out on Instagram check out his Kickstarter and everything so we're gonna go ahead and close out the show uh uh, Dre, let's start off with you. Y'all already know it's your baby mama favorite trap nerd. Follow me on all social media accounts at Popcorn the Zombie. Uh, I still can't change my Facebook name, so if you know it, you just know it. Uh, I'm still working on moving and shit, so that's why I ain't really been on Twitch streaming, but I'm gonna try to get some going on this week, hopefully. So yeah, stay tuned. Shout out to everybody. We shit when I get fully situated, just know we coming every day. Pause. <laughs> VX Fashion all platforms. Uh, I had. A couple jobs come through. That's pretty nice. I like I like working on things for people. Uh, check out my fiber. Also VX Fash. Also, I'll do Eli's. The real son Eli on Twitch. The son. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I fucked it up nah, already. I do. I do. I do. I do. Follow the real son Eli on Twitch and, and, and the real son Eli everywhere else. Uh, yeah, you can get some sundress photos also, man. Then, you know, put them in my inbox. You know, Eli, the real son Eli, controversial stuff, movie reviews, all your movies terrible. Hard body. <laughs> yeah, check out the real son Eli on Instagram, the son Eli on Twitch. Check out the results of his BBL. You know, we, yes. we, we lots of love here. You know, we hope he recovers soon. My nigga got the band, man. And make sure y'all message special. him and tell him 
him that he's still ugly with the BBL and let him know <laughs> that you support his decision, though. Make sure y'all want every Trap Nerd fan to let him know that you support his decision. But uh, make sure y'all follow the Trap Nerds podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we appreciate everybody, uh, all the love, all the new followers, all the networking people we've been networking with. Uh, we can't wait to see y'all. DreamCon, we got DreamCon uh, coming up. But before that, we have BlurredCon. Me and Dre will be down there uh, in Virginia for Blur. And for it's my Con. birthday, so bring me a gift. We yes, bring Dre Griff. And yeah, man, we, we, we can't we can't wait. And we also just signed, um, <laughs> not signed, but we also just agreed to a deal with KOCon, so we will be out there. Is it KOCon, Tony? Yep. And make sure you edit out me asking the name. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it this time either. And bring them Griffs. <laughs> I was going to, I wanted to say it, but I was like, I don't want him to jump on me today. I don't feel like it. Oh, I just had to, like, I was, I just, I was, I was looking at the switch screen. This was like this nigga six. <laughs> I want some griffs now. Who said griffs? Man had a griff. You said you so said long. bring him some griffs. <laughs> if they got you griffs, know, there, I will take it. Yeah, bring him some griffs too. I don't care. I fuck with griffs. I want to do. Yeah. North, got oh, griffs. I said that. Yeah, I'm dumb. Anyways, yeah, KOCon, Louisville, Texas will be out there, and yeah, mm-hmm. Trap Nerds Podcast. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, exmanpg, exmanpg. Uh, that's all I got for y'all. We out of here. Yep. Out this B-I-B-I, B-I-B-I. Listen to the Trap Nurse Podcast every Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, also, August 28th, Brooklyn, New York, we will be at the Black Effect Podcast Festival. Again, August 28th, Brooklyn, New York, we'll be at the Black Effect Podcast Festival. Check out blackeffect.com for more details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.